Bull. Tim Bull. Tim Bull. Tim Burr. A giant of a man, bigger than life. A block-out-the-sun-sized bloke. Over ten pounds at birth. Towered over his kindergarten teacher. Could dunk in eighth grade. Unstoppable on the high school gridiron. Courted by countless ACC teams to play hoops. Big Ten coaches came to his hometown, got down on their hands and knees, and begged Tim Bull to come to their school and carry the football to glory. Tim said, thanks, but no thanks. Tim liked sports, but he didn't like the winning and losing, especially the winning. Winning made Tim uneasy. Not so much because he didn't like to win, but because he didn't like to see others lose. All that winning and losing, it made Bull sad. It made Bull depressed. He thought there must be a better way. Bull's Little League coach used to say, It's not whether you win or lose, boys. It's how you play the game. But Coach's words were a bunch of bunk. Whenever they won, Coach was giddy with joy and jubilation. But whenever they lost, he was surly and quick to cast stones. You should have tagged up and scored on that fly ball to right, Gomez. Or, you field that easy grounder in the third barker, and they don't score a single run that inning. Or, I want you to knock off that clapping for the other side, Bull. You hear me? No place for that clapping. Sure, it's how you play the game. Bull, he loved to play the games. He loved to track down that high fly ball to center. He loved to haul in the pass on the deep post pattern over the middle and sprint for the end zone. He loved to rebound the ball, start the fast break with an outlet to the wing, dash down the court, set a pick, roll to the hoop, take the pass, and lay it up. Nothing felt so good, so free, so wonderful. But Bull also dug it when a player on the opposing team stayed with a curveball, waited on it, and bam, knocked the ball over the fence, even if the home run came in the bottom of the ninth and his team lost 4-3. to three. Or when he was playing defensive end and the scat back on the other team took a pitch out and sprinted down the sideline before Bull could lay a hand on him. He'd just stand there grinning, amazed at that boy's speed. Or when some big man in the low post caught a pass from his point guard, faked right, spun left, and dunked over Tim, leaving Bull standing there with his jockstrap down around his ankles. This gave Bull as much pleasure as sinking the winning basket himself. Watching other athletes do crazy cool stuff made Bull happy, just like it made him happy when his dad kissed his mom before leaving for work. When he struggled for a week or more to make sense of Absalom, Absalom, before finally realizing it was all about how man's desire for power and influence ultimately destroys and denigrates. When, when he watched his little brother play the saxophone in the middle school band. At his high school graduation, Bull was selected by his classmates to give a short speech he was not the valedictorian or the salutatorian. He was just big and beloved. He said, High school sure has been a great time. 
I hope the rest of my life is as great. I think it will be, because I had this crazy wild dream the other night where everyone got along. Everyone, you know, supported each other. Cooperation over competition. A whole lot of hugging and backslapping rather than arm crossing and backstabbing. More love than hate in that dream. More admiration than jealousy. You know, fellow graduates, I foresee a world where the dude who comes in last in the 100-yard dash is celebrated more than the dude who comes in first just because he was willing to go out there and give it a go. Because really, what's it matter who's the fastest or the strongest, the richest or the most powerful? What's it prove? What's the point? Bull's older now. Middle age. Hair thinning. Paunch expanding. But he hasn't given up on his dream. He still has hope. Still believes in a world without winners or losers. Sure, Plenty of doubts along the way, including his own inability to get along with his wife and kids. So much middling competition and resentment. So much petty desire to come out on top. Not a day goes by without one and all vying for power and control. Just how, Bull wonders, just how can there be harmony and cooperation between the genders and the races and the nation-states when even a handful of biologically connected family members can't make it through breakfast without squabbling and squawking? It's enough to make a grown man weep. Sometimes Bull thinks he might just give up, say to hell with it. After all, everyone tells Bull he's crazy. Out of his gourd. No winners or losers. What a crock of shit. Man, they love to tell him, is an aggressive, competitive beast. Not in his genes or buried in his DNA to get along, cooperate, be kind, treat others as you would like to be treated. It's survival of the fittest out there, man. That's what they tell Bull. I destroy you or you destroy me. Well, all this is tough on old Bull. Tim Bull. Tim Bull. Timber. Bull wishes he was back in high school. A big fish in a little pond. A giant. A man amongst boys. Now he's nobody. Nobody at all. Just another middle-aged guy with big dreams that never came true. <laughs>